and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am Mary McCartney, your host, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. This seems to be a really good time to talk about where we are at this moment in time. So I'm kind of thinking of, you know, Christmas past, New Year's coming, and the reflections as opposed to resolutions. Now, some of you may think resolutions are just something that we would do automatically this time of year, but let's just talk through some of what um, what this is all about. Right now, today, it is what, December the 29th, two days left of uh, the old year and on to the new. Thinking of Christmas past, could be just the current past, like four days ago. Was it what you wanted it to be? Now, I know living in Canada that the weather was not what some people expected to be. You know, the old hurrah for a white Christmas. Well, some people got hammered with more than just a little white stuff. And roads were closed and families were delayed and people couldn't get together as they had planned. And I suppose to a good extent, uh, the message about do what you can while you can for as long as you can is really important when you think of some of the circumstances that changes all of that. We have no control over the weather. We only have control over those things that are within our scope, our, our grasp, things that we can actually take, take control of and, and to manage on our own. So if you missed this Christmas because of circumstances beyond your control, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I hope that it wasn't just the first Christmas in maybe five, 10 years that you've looked at putting family and friends and people together in your life. I think therein tells the tale of counting too much on one moment in time when we bypass so many others. Have we done that in the past? Have we missed out because this time was going to be it? I think it's really hard for us if we're putting all our eggs in one basket, as the expression goes. We need to be mindful that circumstances can take away any control that we have really at any given moment. People have lost loved ones this year. There's a, a good friend of mine that has lost his wife not so long ago. And I know how he feels. That first Christmas without Joe was really tough. But I had loving family that you know, ease me through it. What else can I say? And it's still a time to remember our loved ones who are no longer with us. But also it's a time to really remember, treasure, and love those people who are in our lives. One of my sons was not able to make it to our family dinner because he was really, really sick. He called me in the morning and Unfortunately, you know, it didn't take much to figure out that he wasn't faking it. He was really sick. And it was sad that that was the moment in time for us. But the good news is for me that I had lunch with him oh, maybe a week before Christmas. So it's not something that I was counting on just a one one moment in time to see him again. But we had managed to have lunch a few weeks earlier. I have another son who couldn't make it because he and his wife and my granddaughter moved to uh, Mexico. However, we did have, through the luxury of technology, the opportunity to messenger and uh, do a video chats. And it reminded me really of when my parents came over from, to Canada from England. 
back in, well, a long time ago, 1948, 1949, I think it was. And my mother was an only child and my father was an only child. So no siblings and the parents were left at home. And back then, as you can well imagine, absolutely zero opportunity to share the day, to share Christmas Day. Telegrams were totally ridiculous in price and they're only sent in dire straits. You know, absolute emergencies cause you to send a telegram. Letters took maybe six weeks round trip, you know, three weeks over and maybe a reply in three weeks back. We are so fortunate today that we have the benefit of the technology to share across those many thousands of miles or kilometers, as we Canadians might say. And I got the opportunity to uh, share with my granddaughter as she was sitting at her Christmas tree and visiting with family down there, her, her mom's family. They're visiting in Guatemala for Christmas. And, you know, but we took every opportunity to spend time together a lot before they left, like since she was born. That, I think, is the greatest gift. My post on Don't Die Before You're Dead group page, which if you haven't joined, please do. I would welcome you to be there, all about my traveling adventures. But my post there was about giving the gift of time. And what I really liked about it, it was, you know, how sometimes you can get a, a new perspective on how, how to think because the words people use. This particular uh, meme, which I, I got from somebody anonymously, I don't know who it was, said, the reason gift is so important is because we're giving someone a part of our life that we'll never get back again. Like that time, that moment, it is beyond treasure, right? And so I believe that's very true. Taking the effort to go see someone, it's not about gifts, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to figure out that at this age, I have probably received many gifts and I have really no need for more things, although I have appreciated the gifts that I've been given. But it's the time the people are willing to spend. I mean, the gift obviously means they've gone out and they've thought about me, but give me your gift of time and which I've been very blessed to have had from many people. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to those who follow me on the uh, Facebook group page, Don't Die Before You're Dead, I have so appreciated you being there, commenting, sharing your thoughts on what I've posted. You know, actually, for the, for the last couple of years, I'm almost at 300. And I think, you know, if I topped over at 300 before the end of the year, wow, what a blessing to me. But Christmas passed. You know, it, it'd be so easy to just say, oh, I'm glad that's done. You know, all the work that's involved, the shopping, the wrapping, the, the keeping secrets and hiding and all the food and the prep and the cooking and the cleaning up afterwards. And now it's done. I don't know about you, but it just blows my mind some days when I think about how fast things fly by, how fast time flies, I guess is what I'm getting at. I sit here with you closing this year and thinking, I can't believe I drove to the West Coast and back. All the all the thinking about it, you know, like poof, done there, been there, done that, and it, it it just amazes me. And so when we think that maybe, you know, like we'll 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 meet somebody, we'll get together next Christmas. Sometimes we aren't blessed with next Christmas. So as we look at what happened over the last few days, if you got the opportunity to share with your families, oh, you are blessed. <laughs> 
blessed beyond measure. For those of you who missed out on some, don't wait till next Christmas to make it a date. Make it a date as soon as you can. Because as you know, time does go by and we're not promised anything. I, you know, I did had no idea that I would lo- lose Joe so early in life. But all the memories we created in the meantime made a huge difference. And the other thing, thinking about Christmas past, and we've got New Year coming. What does that mean? Well, as I sit here, you know, I sat here pretty much in this house, this space, this time last year. And what's different? What's different for you? Are you further ahead? Did you lose a little bit of ground? That could be in any number of ways. It could be in your finances. It could be in your living environment. It could be in your uh, relationships, your friendships. Sometimes we need to look and say, what has changed over the year? Am I better for it? Sometimes when we lose out on something, it's not really the disaster we think it might be. It could be something that really has made us look at life a little bit differently, live a little bit differently, and ultimately might bless us. But where are you today in comparison to this time last year? Are you where you wanted to be? Are you where you thought you would be? And no one can answer the why, the difference, but you. Is it a is it a happy circumstance? Is it an unfortunate circumstance? And I guess ultimately maybe the question might be, what can I do about it? If I want to change it, I would think if you've made progress, if you're like, you know, the pendulum swings, you know, it goes back and forth and back and forth. It's forever moving. We might be taking, you know, three steps forward, two steps back. And we might be in this moment of time right now where instead of making the one step forward, we've actually taken a step back, which sometimes people think is a very negative thing. But sometimes we need to step back and take a bigger view of what's going on in our life. All about questions. Are we questioning ourselves? Are we thinking about how is our life today going to be any, like how is our life this time next year going to be any different than it is today? Do you want to be expressing the same concern this time next year as you're saying now, good, bad, or otherwise? Life needs planning. I'm not a great planner, as many of you know. I kind of roll with it, up and go, and impulsive. But a measure of planning is needed. I mean, I went, I needed my trip. I planned for my trip, and I had a lot of great ideas. Every day wasn't wasn't written in stone. There was a lot of flexibility as well, you know. But generally, you know, I had a bit of a plan about what it was that I w- that was going to transpire when I left. When I left uh, Ontario uh, early June this past summer, it, it did think I did think that perhaps I would get to the East Coast, but circumstances changed. I got back into Ontario a little bit earlier than I planned. I wanted to say goodbye to my son who was moving to uh, Mexico, and then I started heading east, thinking, "Okay, well, I'll just go dabble that way, but I won't plan the whole East Coast because I ran out of time." And I was thinking, I didn't want to rush it. And you know what? That flexibility, no one, no one, absolutely no one but me felt the need or or felt compelled to finish it this year. If I was going to be forced to rush through it, 
that would have been on, on me. I would have been the I would have been the only person that would have had the um, the ability to be able to push that on myself. And I chose not to. There were things that I did differently because I had the flexibility to do so. Got east, went as far as uh, Cornwall, visited a friend, and then of course those of you who who follow me know my my son fractured his hip, and I came home to help him for a couple of months. And by then it was kind of like, okay, I'm kind of settled back in Ontario and sort of still visited some friends, still hit the road a little bit, but I'm saving the East Coast for next summer. God willing, me able, I'll be heading out next year to do it justice, to do it the way I really wanted to do. There was no sense in rushing through it just to check off a, a to check a checkbox or whatever you want to call it to, to cross it off the list. There's no pleasure in that because no one would want me or care about my crossing off the list except me. So I have a lot to look forward to with this coming year. I will do what I can while I can for as long as I can. And I suppose that would be the main message here today is to say, as you move forward, what are you going to do that's going to make where you are this time next year be the reality you want it to be? Does that make sense? I hope so, because sometimes I've heard people are really not aware, they're not taking stock of what they need to do to get where they want to be. And I think some may not even have planned out where they want to be, especially if you get into your senior years. I've talked to many people over my last couple of years traveling, and as they became seniors, they kind of had a I'm done perspective. You know, I, I've put in my years, I'm retired. And so I'm kind of done. I'm just going to show up every day in some way, you know, maybe I'll see my kids, maybe I'll go to the store. I'll, you know, like there's nothing really, really there for them. You know, my, my big hint for anybody retiring this coming year is to plan for it in such a way that you have uh, um, something to look forward to go to. We shouldn't be retiring from something exclusively. How about retiring to something? Develop some hobbies, develop some interests, decide you want to do something beyond the retirement. What are you interested in that you haven't been able to do all the time that you've been working? I know that a lot will decide on retirement day that they're done and they really don't have much to look forward to. Not much on on the go, nothing in in no projects in on the go in the works. Uh, sure, maybe I'll take a cruise, maybe I'll do a little bit of a trip, but no day to day kind of activity, which I think really needs to be something that is good for our self-care, our, our health and well-being. Physically, mentally, we need to stay active. So what are the kinds of things going into this new year? Now, I'm not talking resolutions. We all know resolutions have a short lifespan. Um, what's that joke they say? Um, you know, everybody wants to lose tons of weight. Uh, so first of the year, you go to the gym, you can't find a parking place wait three weeks and you can park anywhere you want. And actually, I've kind of noticed, I don't know if you have, that right now there's a lot, a lot of Facebook posts uh, promoting various diet aids, exercise aids, and all kinds of things. Because this is the time of year where everybody's saying, oh my goodness, I need to lose the weight. 
resolutions, I've never been a big fan because I don't tend to even remember what they were. And I don't, I'm not committed to anything. Uh, I think maybe at one point, maybe they started up because a bunch of people were just talking about it. I would having drinks one New Year's Eve and it was just spontaneous and it just grew in interest. But, you know, not about resolutions, but how about reflection? I think this is the time of year for reflection. I was talking about last year, this year, next year. We ref- we need to reflect. Change doesn't happen just because we want it to. It happens as a result of some action. Change occurs when we decide to do something that either moves the needle forward or it might be something we we tend to step back. You know, if your whole relationships are based on things that are very judgmental and toxic, you might want to step right back out of there. That's not a bad thing. How you interpret those words is going to be up to you. But to reflect on how you got where you are. Is this where you want to be? And if it's not, maybe some self-correction is in order. It's like my husband and I were sailors and we sailed. And, you know, it took us a long time to realize that, you know, we would go back out, back out and forth on the lake and, and not really going anywhere, just putting around. And when we finally decided to go somewhere, just because of the logistics, it took us five days to go an hour's drive away from home. I mean, the distance all up around Tobamori, the North Peninsula and that. But we had to change our course many times based on you know, the depths of the waters, the winds, the rains we encountered. So reflection is is really something we need to consider in terms of how are we going to go about living this one life we have so that we end up in a place we want to be. Now, I've talked a lot about living with no regrets. And uh, I read an article not too long ago written by someone I know quite well about how ridiculous the idea is of living with no regrets. And to to a point, she's right. We will have regrets. However, I think, you know, I re- I could regret being married a couple of times before I met my husband, my last husband. But I can't regret the 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 life I came out of that with with two boys each would be to regret my children. Are there regrets? I might regret quitting school, being a high school dropout and having to do high school, in at, uh, not high school, having to do university at 40. But I, th- I think I'm pretty sure that I was a much better teacher going into it at 40s, in my 40s, than I would have been right out of high school because those days we could do that. We could go to teacher's college and be done. So... I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. How do you manage the idea of no regrets? I think it's really important to consider our actions, to be thoughtful, to be deliberate, and to extrapolate where we've been and where we're going. Is that the right word? I don't think so. Um, Just to kind of project, trying to avoid the dead ends and the detours as much as possible so that we don't end up with regrets. Don't leave major heart's desires left undone. That's a biggie, I guess. Is uh, Are those the regrets? Those are the regrets that people um, tend to leave. And then by the time they can't do it anymore, then those are the big regrets. So reflection is part of that as well. 
reflect on what we're doing so that we don't have those regrets. So I don't want to kind of just kind of keep on rambling or anything here. It's kind of thoughts at the end of the year and things to move us forward. But I thought maybe today, you know, I think this shows up backwards, but Don't Die Before You're Dead is my book. And I did have someone ask me at a workshop one day if I would kind of read part of it before the ending part before it becomes the reader's active interactive journal portion. I'm going to read that today because I think it might say succinctly what I'm trying to say. Uh, as you know, of course, I've left my husband. So I lost my husband. I didn't leave him. <laughs> Sorry. You can be sure that I will not be sitting around bemoaning my lot. Yes, I mourn Joe's passing. We mourn together every time we said goodbye to a part of our lives until there was nothing left to mourn. Now it's up to me to carry on, to plot a new destination with a new roadmap to follow. There's so much more to living that I know is out there for me. It doesn't mean that the highways and byways will be forever smooth. Just like earlier in my life, there will be all manner of roadblocks, detours, gravel roads, and maybe even some dead ends, I'm sure. But today, I choose to muster up my courage and dare to go into the direction of my dreams. There will be no looking in the rearview mirror, longing to go back for those lost opportunities. My compass is set. My plans are being made. I will make the trip of a lifetime crossing this great land I call home, Canada. I have inhaled deeply into my very soul that time is marching on and time will run out. With that, I will take Henry David Thoreau's advice and live life deliberately. In no way, shape or form do I see myself being one of those elderly persons who have found themselves living in the land of regrets. What about you? Are you living the life you are meant to live? Are you consciously making choices that will lead you in the direction of your dreams? Life is a gift we get to unwrap every day. What we do with it is up to us. Some in their twilight years will say they wish they'd done things differently. They say, coulda, shoulda, woulda. What is it that you will say? I hope it's, I did. And on that note, I want to wish all of you a very happy new year. I look forward to increasing my engagement with you. Always open to hearing from you. What is it that you want to share with me and what can we talk about that's going to be important or meaningful to you? Again, your gift to me has been so appreciated. You're downloading my podcast, clicking on my Facebook page, my group. I am so appreciative. Am I where I thought I would be this time last year? No, I'm not. Am I in a better place? I definitely think so. And do I have a lot to look forward to? Absolutely. Like I said, nothing is promised. I will make some plans, but I know that the most important thing to me is family and friends. And I hope to see you along the way on my journey. In the meantime, do what you can while you can for as long as you can. And don't die before you're dead. See you next time. Probably see you next year. Bye now.